Welcome to Real Relationship Goals, a podcast all about the realities of healthy relationships. Real Relationship Goals is a project of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support, services, or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Real Asianship Goals. We're so excited to get started with a new mini summer season. Um, as you are probably able to tell, we've got some new faces uh, with us this season. So we're just going to do some quick introductions just to get acquainted. Um, so my name is Kyla, and I am the Prevention and Education Director. Hello, everyone. My name is Ariana Gaines. I am the Prevention Educator here at the Advocacy Center. And I am Maria bergen Vargas, and I am the community organizer here. Awesome. All right, so we're going to jump in with our story for today. Hey, so our story for today is based on the movie Love and Basketball. If you're familiar with it, it's a cool movie. I like it. Um, and so the basis around this is that Monica, played by Sana Lathan, and then there's Quincy, uh, played by Omar Epps, um, who become two childhood friends that aspire to be professional basketball players. Quincy's dad played for an NBA team called the Clippers. So that was a real cool aspect in that movie um, and wanted to follow behind his dad's footsteps. And Monica is the very competitive ferocious ferociously like very intense basketball player she loves basketball to a tee but sometimes when she's on the court her emotions can become a little intense and overwhelming mm -hmm. and so over the time we get to see how that plays out in the movie and so through over the years from childhood to adulthood once they got in college they went through a lot of challenges together in their lifetime mm -hmm. uh, but once they hit the college phase because it's like played out in four quarters so I think it was maybe the second quarter that um, they hit their college phase and so they eventually started falling for each other and started going out and, be, and becoming boyfriend and girlfriend and in that time what we see is that their separate paths to basketball stardom threatens to pull them apart and so in one part of the movie Quincy finds out some really hard information about his father and his mother and their relationship and how that plays out and then one night they meet up in the bleachers to talk about it and you know being you no know, college athletes you know you have requirements that you have to abide by in order to play on the team and so they have a curfew and so he wanted to stay after curfew long hours after curfew but she did not and if she broke curfew, she was not going to be able to start on the basketball team. Mm -hmm. And so in that moment, we got to see a lot of emotions play out and how intense that moment was for the both of them, because I don't think he quite understood why she couldn't. Mm -hmm. But then again, I think he did. But then again, I think it was hard for her not to be there in there for that moment with him and just having to get up and leave and go back and abide by those rules. 
And so after that played out, basically what happened is, is like, you get to see different dynamics in the relationship changes. Some cheating happens, just miscommunication, misunderstanding Mm -hmm. of what was going on in that process. And so I think one night he just came up to her dorm room. I think she had just went back home and she had got into a huge argument with her mother. And so she was already upset. And so they met up at the front of the girl's dorm room and just right there, he just like abruptly just broke up with her. And I was like, okay, this is based off a misunderstanding. And so just seeing that is just talking about today with our first episode with breaking up. That was really hard to see. And it's just like, breakups don't have to be done abruptly. You know, there's always healthier ways to handle things, better ways to handle things. I think a big component, a part of that is communication. Mm -hmm. I think their communication could have been a little bit better. You know, once you get both perspectives of both people, Mm -hmm. I think you'll come to a common ground of like, hey, we could have handled this a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And we also got to see that at the end of the movie of how like, hey, the miscommunication um, played a big part of why they did not they were not together in one quarter of their time. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they did end up together. <laughs> so it was a happy ending. Yay. But I just wanted to highlight on that aspect mm-hmm. about the breakup part and how big communication is. So, well, that's my story. Yeah. Um, but yes, like Ariana said today, and as you probably already got from the title, we're talking about breakups today. And so we just want to take a little bit of time at the beginning here just to acknowledge that breakups are hard. <laughs> breakups suck. Even like if you end on the best of terms, even if you are still friends, there are still going to be feelings of grief and loss and you're going to hurt mm-hmm. and that is okay. But right now we want to take our time exploring how you're able to and how we have maybe navigated those feelings in a healthy way or even what it looks like to navigate those feelings in unhealthy ways and how we steer back the course (laughs) to those healthy ways again. Mm -hmm. Um, So Ariana, Maria, let's go ahead and jump on in for today. What are we thinking? They suck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're really, really tough. They're not fun at all. Um, It just put you in a very uncomfortable space for anybody that's doing the breakup or anybody that is on the receiving end of being broken up with. So Mm -hmm. yeah, there are times in a lot of relationships where you just realize that maybe that particular relationship is no longer working Mm -hmm. for you. And that is okay. There's a lot of reasons that play into that aspect. One could be just like growing apart, you know, having different passions for different things and just maybe you're just not aligned in that time. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just really important to just make sure that you are very aware of why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so that's my little take on that. Does anybody else have any thoughts about it? Like what's (laughs) like another reason that a breakup could possibly happen I mean it could be like an unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. and it could be like realizing your worth and leaving the relationship and being like in which case yay yes (laughs) or probably (laughs) do that (laughs) but that is yeah that's so hard I think it's 
so complex because I think especially whenever you're on the receiving end of the breakup or like I know a lot of times it's kind of like being called a a dumpy (laughs) um that that. oh really oh I heard that so often um is you just feel it feels so unfair it feels like it's come out of nowhere and that can be very close. And I know in a lot of it says I've been like, oh, you don't care about me. Mm-hmm. You don't care about how I'm feeling. And a lot of times, that, sometimes that can be true. Mm-hmm. Like Maria said, if it's like a really unhealthy relationship, that might be true. And in mm-hmm. which case, we are so glad you're getting out of that situation, even if it's hard at the time. But it's not always like that. And a lot of times it just, it hurts and you are hurt by that. Um, so whenever you, I think a piece for those that are looking to break up with someone in a healthy way is to be clear. I think like Ariana was saying earlier with our story, communication is so key <laughs> in this. I always quote one of my professors from Baylor and uh, Carolyn Cole, and I always just, um, want to acknowledge her common saying of clear is kind it is the kindest thing that we can do for somebody else is just to be honest with Mm -hmm. them any kind way yeah I think that's important to highlight because there are people who like just kind of dump someone Mm -hmm. and are like later yeah yeah and it's always just important to realize like you can get your point across Mm -hmm. and like do it in a way that is I don't think honorable is the word, but it's assertive in a way. Mm-hmm. Like this is why I'm doing this in straight, straightforward, straightforward, mm-hmm. but in a way that's almost empathetic to that person as well. So, oh yeah, because yeah. you still care about them, right? And you want to acknowledge their feelings and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, we all we want to. We have a strong rule here of no ghosting. (laughs) Ghosting is not treating somebody honorable or with dignity. I've been guilty of doing that a little bit more in my past, but we also want to say that the no ghosting rule does not count for abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. If you are in an unhealthy situation and the healthiest and safest way for you to move forward is to cut contact, do that. (laughs) That is okay. Or if sending a text and not seeing them in person is the healthiest thing for you to do and the safest thing for you to do, do that. (laughs) Safety is our top priority. And then I think kind of to add along to that, if you're like in a relationship where the other person might be abusive, it would be a good idea to like before leaving, come up with a safety plan with someone you trust. Um, There are hotlines out there that you can call Mm -hmm. as well to help you navigate through all that. So even with talking about like doing groups and talking with different students some say that they wouldn't want to break up in person just because you know it's really uncomfortable for them to just having to do that in person having that face-to-face uh contact with that person because you might not want to see them cry you might not want to see them upset sad angry or any of those things because you know it it sucks seeing someone cry and be upset because of you and not necessarily it doesn't always have to be just because of you it could be just because they have to deal with that situation and realize that this relationship has come to an end Mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't have control over that Mm -hmm. like when you are on the receiving end you you really don't have control over that so that can be just really uncomfortable so 
Yeah, students, I pay attention to you. <laughs> we hear what you're saying. We hear what you're saying. <laughs> and I think that offers a really good transition kind of in perspectives of we've kind of been talking about from the perspective of if you are doing the breaking up, but what do you do? How do you heal if you're being broken up with? Short answer, bad. <laughs> it feels bad. But what do y'all think about that? No, I agree. <laughs> I think it also kind of maybe depends on the way it's being held. Yeah. Or not held, but maybe handled. Yeah. If somebody's like, hey, you know, I've been thinking this through and maybe this isn't where I need to be going in my life or anything like that. If they're being really respectful about it, I think it would be like kind of common courtesy to be respectful as well and not be like, no, don't go. Mm-hmm. Even though that might be what you want to do. What I think for the person that is on the receiving end is basically... After that situation has occurred, like give yourself some time, give yourself some breathing space. If you need to go to your room or whatever that safe space looks like for you, whether that's sitting close in with parents or siblings or a friend or anything like that, or if you just want to be alone, just going and just like taking a moment for yourself in a room, taking a breather, because I know that is a lot to process and a lot to take in. So also another component that would help I've spoken on this in multiple seasons that I've been in journaling is very big and popular in society today like writing out your thoughts of like how you are feeling what is your next step that you're going to take in order to start the healing process Mm -hmm. of being broken up with because it is hard to deal with and that is understandable but I think that's my take on how to like deal with a breakup in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So. 100%. And something that I'm going to say out loud because I need to hear it personally always is there's no wrong way to journal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that matters is that you're writing and that you're getting it out there. I am awful because I will start a journal and I am like, okay, this journal is for this purpose and I will use it for this purpose. And then I either lose interest in that purpose and don't want to do that purpose anymore or I want to express something in a different way. And mm. I feel like I can't because I boxed myself in. So I'm telling, I'm telling you and I'm telling myself, mm-hmm. there's no wrong way to journal, <laughs> but there are unhealthy ways to engage in, in being broken up with. What are, what are some of those things that come to mind? Oh man. I think I've been guilty of like a couple of these, <laughs> Um, but like jumping into a relationship pretty soon after, mm. I think at the end of the day, you're, you're hurting yourself even more and you're exposing yourself a little bit more to like having those fresh emotions just continuously being reopened. It's just so common nowadays to kind of see that like the rebound, yeah. like there's so, there's so many even movies about yeah. rebounding mm-hmm. after a relationship. And it's really unfair to the other person too. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're just kind of carrying that unresolved hurt and unresolved trauma forward, uh, which can lead to like projection. Mm-hmm. Like I'm projecting certain things from my past relationship onto my new one. And um, like in a way it can also be just kind of used to, to as a way of numbing your emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't want to feel this hurt. So I'm going to take this masking tape of a new relationship and just kind of it on over. So I don't have to feel those the bad things anymore. Mm-hmm. which basically is just you're not allowing yourself the space and time to like process and heal like you need to so that you can have future healthy relationships both with yourself and other people mm-hmm. some other things that kind of come to my mind are like doing things that hurt your body mm-hmm. so like misusing like alcohol or different substances things like that um 
like with the intention to like numb or to harm yourself, stalking the other person and isolating yourself from your friends and family. And also like something that I think is really easy to fall into. This is, I think this is the, the easiest one to fall into is begging them, like begging the other person to like stay with you or to give you another chance. Mm -hmm. You can't force someone to be with you. Mm -hmm. You can't coerce someone to staying with someone into staying with you. So that's, that's a hard and kind of like heavy truth, I think. And we just want you to remember that you're super awesome. Yes. And you deserve to be with somebody who wants to be with you, not someone that you have to beg to want to be with you because that's not fair to them. And it's really not fair to you either. And also, I think a big component into like begging someone for like a second chance or whatever for the person to stay with them is also the clarity piece mm -hmm. like if I know the reason I can handle the breakup better mm -hmm. and understanding that when someone is breaking up with mm -hmm. you they don't necessarily owe you an explanation if they do give you an explanation that is wonderful that is great and I encourage that time and that moment where a person can do that that is very great but if, if there's ever instance where they don't the clarity is the answer within that so they don't necessarily owe you an explanation mm -hmm. it would be nice but I think a big big part of that with the clarity piece is like if I know the reason and if it's a valid reason if I can deem it as a valid reason yeah. then I can handle the breakup better yeah and there's like there's no perfect cookie cutter way to handle a breakup whatever process that is for you that is your process mm -hmm. and you have to own that and you have to go through that I think one of the bravest things to do when you're being broken up with and you're on the receiving end is being able to not suppress your feelings mm -hmm. and own your feelings whether mm -hmm. that is if you're feeling frustrated if you're feeling sad or just overwhelmed mm -hmm. um, I think the bravest thing that a person can do is being able to feel so yeah out here spitting on the podcast and also just shout out to everybody in going through the ending of a, like a, a gray space relationship where maybe you're just you never left the talking phase you're in that situation ship whatever you got going on that's ended it's okay to be upset about that. That is, that's a very real hurt. Mm -hmm. um, it's no less of a relationship. Like you still have connection with another person that has ended and that, that hurts and it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to feel that hurt for sure. We all, like a lot of times we end up mourning the expectations that we had for something mm -hmm. and that's hard. So I just wanted to let you know that we see you, we feel you, mm -hmm. we've been you. <laughs> it hurts. Right, I think we're ready for our relationship goal for today. So I would encourage you to reach out to someone you trust. Um, if you've been broken up with or you're going through a breakup, any any way that you're going through a breakup, reach out to someone you trust and talk about different aspects of the breakup. And this could be in the form of a family member, a friend, a therapist, just someone that, you know, will have pretty reasonable advice to give out mm -hmm. and then take what you learn and apply it to future relationships so if in your previous relationship you didn't like the way that someone talked to you mm -hmm. or you recognize that you're the one that did something wrong take that and learn from it and just kind of going forward always continuously find better ways to to be you and and be healthier in your um in your relationships 
and just kind of remember that a breakup is the end of a relationship with someone else but it's also the beginning of a relationship with yourself and learning more about yourself Mm-hmm. That's very good. That's a, that's a very sweet way to think about it. I like yeah. that. <laughs> and I have our recommendation. Um, I recommend having a self-care slash mental health day, mm-hmm. um, whether that's going on a walk, um, going to the library to go get books, um, taking yourself out on a picnic, um, whatever that looks like for you, um, that feeds your soul, you know, makes you happy in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a person that's into writing, um, I know something that's become really popular are self-reflection, self-love journals. Um, one was recommended to us not too long ago, and it's called After the Breakup um, by Lindsay Dorch Brock. All right. Well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks so much for joining us again this week here at Real Asianship Goals, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Real Relationship Goals. This episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention. See you next time.